5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, so today we are going to close off this Encounters with Jesus little series, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, Saul Paul. And I think it's significant to be able to talk about Saul Paul. Why? Because he is a very much a, uh, a an, an integral kind of figure within the New Testament. Now, there's a lot of people that Paul cause, causes a, a lightning rod for some people, um, as they call uh, Saul Paul a misogynist, and he hates women or some kind of thing against that. And um, and and so it's kind of interesting because when you're looking at at Saul Paul, um, you actually see a little bit more than just you know he's hey he's. Uh, He's doing something against, you know, no, he actually lifted up people. And uh, yeah, so that's a whole nother thing uh, to get into the the character of Paul. Uh, But we're going to get into his conversion, because this is the first time that he meets Jesus. So uh, Acts chapter 9 is where we first find this part. Um, Saul's conversion. Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats. Um, I think in other translations said he was breathing out murderous threats, you know, so it's with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. So he went to the high priest. He requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus, asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way he found there. He wanted to bring them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem in chains. So here's that that's the the whole gist of why he goes to um the the high priest in the first place. He says, "I want to kill these people. Um do you want me to kill these people?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah go ahead, take off. Go do it." Um so they're trying to be able to squash what they see as an uprising. Um and it's probably not quite as as uh, you know, like they think it, this would be easily removed, but it hasn't been removed yet, right? Um, they believe that there's always going to be an opportunity to kill these people. If they just kill the right people, they'll be squashed and they can move on. Now it's not happening either. Right, so verse 3 is, he was approaching Damascus on a mission. A light from heaven suddenly shone down around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you'll be told what you must do. Right, oh, this is, uh, you know, I mean, and this is, quite a miraculous story that we find here, because Saul's just going along like normal. He's going to try to kill more people, and then a light from heaven blinds him. So he can't see anything, but he only hears the Lord's voice. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And, And I think what we see here is that connection. So is Jesus actually being persecuted, like in his body? No, no, he was already crucified and risen and was, you know, seated in heaven again. Now, this Jesus, he's saying, these are my people. 
And so if you persecute them, you're persecuting the body of Christ. This is the connection. And so he's saying, why are you persecuting me? And he says, I'm Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and and you will be told what you must do. So he doesn't even give him the uh, mission right now. He's saying, you're going to go because I've come to you. Right? So then Paul stood up speechless, for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. He remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. Now there was a follower in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision, calling Ananias. Yes, Lord, he replied. The Lord said, go over to Street Street to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying for me right now. I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. But Lord, explained Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem, and he's authorized by the leading priest to arrest everyone who calls upon your name. But the Lord said, Go, for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings as well as the people of Israel, and I will show you how much he must suffer for my name's sake." So he went out and found Saul. All right, so here's the, um, you know, so it's it's Jesus giving Ananias the mission of Saul, right? So Jesus and, and Ananias are already close. Like, they know each other. Um, they're, uh, you know, Ananias calls him Lord, calls him Messiah. And so there's that already you know, established there. So Ananias is going to be the chosen instrument of God to go and bring another chosen instrument in. So he's, he's you know, and you're like, why doesn't he just do it straight? Like, like why a middleman? And, and we're going to get to that here in a second. But, right, so he's, he's saying, this is what I have called, I'm going to call him to do. I've shown, you know, and, and he's laying hands and, and he's looking for you, right? He's going to be my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles, to the kings. Um, we'll even find later on in Acts to the Caesar, right? And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. This is um, a call. This is a call to, to bring the light, the good news to people. And so this is the, the, the mission that's going to be before him. And, uh, you know, and, and, and this is, you know, lots of people, when they talk about the, the Saul-Paul thing, um, they feel like, you know, I want a conversion like Paul. And it's like, well, actually, most people do have a conversion like Paul. I mean, when we're, we're once we're blind, and now we see right and how is the process well the word was excl- you know it was explained to him by Ananias a pastor right the word is explained to him he's drawing pictures for him he's making sure the connections are met you know and he's seeing all of that and that's when he says brother Saul the lord jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me so you might regain your sight and instantly something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Afterward, he ate some food, regained his strength. 
So here's that process that, yes, there is lots of things that are unique about this. One, Jesus coming to him, audible voice, um, stood before Saul. Yes, also came to Ananias. Ananias then sent to Saul to be able to, um, you know, like, he healed him in some way with the the scales falling from his eyes. And really what that that even kind of looks like is that he's allowed to see Right, and this is where we always say, "Give me eyes to see and ears to hear." And if we don't have eyes to see, then when something is presented, that it's like, "Oh, well, that's you know, that sounds a little bit you know shaky, iffy." You know, like Jesus coming to Saul on the road to Damascus. Right? <laughs> you're like, wait a second. Like Jesus, you're saying Jesus who rose again, who was then sitting at the right hand of. God, like he came back down again after a couple of weeks, you know, and his net, like there's lots of it that when you're trying to be able to see it and you're trying to understand it, you're like, well, this doesn't really make sense in some of these areas. But this is how much, how important, you know, this section is because God is looking for people who to be able to carry this message into multiple places. And early on in the early church, maybe there were some disciples that God was like, well, they're going to do good, but I'm going to need somebody who's going to, and it and it makes sense with Paul because he's a dual citizen. He's He's an Israelite, but he's also Roman, right? That's mother and father connections. And there's lots of things. This is the reason why he'll be sent before kings and Caesars, right? He'll be sent before governors, and he'll be able to proclaim the good news of the kingdom, unlike anyone else could have. And that's where, you know, like if if Paul, Saul said no, would God found a way? Absolutely. But God knew that Paul, Saul was going to do good things. To God's glory. So in our interactions with Jesus, I want you to be able to take a moment to, uh, to consider what it means to have an encounter with Jesus. Are you encountering Jesus in the Word? Are you spending time to be able to say, yeah, maybe I, I know a little bit about Jesus, and you're like, but I think that's good. I mean, I know he, he lived, died, and rose again, right? I'm good, right? And, and not digging any further, well, it's time to be able to spend some time to encounter the Christ as the Christ has called you. And so, pause. Take a moment every day, even if it's just for a moment, and spend some time with Jesus. All right, consider that, and we're going to move on to a new topic uh, next week. And until then, we will see you next week. Take care, everybody.